Hello and welcome to the FIC podcast where you'll hear teaching and resources for church leaders to help independent churches work together to reach Britain for Christ. In this episode, Andy Weatherly from Grace Church Sturchley shares about how his church is serving through lockdown. As John said, I'm from Grace Church in Sturchley. Uh, we were planted about 14 years ago. We became a church revitalization project. Actually, the space that we rent is uh, from a dying brethren church who slowly integrated into Grace Church. And Sturchley is sort of the unloved brother of Bourneville. It's kind of one of the cheapest suburbs south of Birmingham. But uh, it's got a shabby charm that has now become very fashionable. Um, and we've got this building, as I say, it's tiny. We'd already moved out for Sunday services and we we're sort of renting space from the council. Um, and that was a, a sort of shift that happened uh, a little while ago. We found the year so far from this time last year has been very difficult. We've grieved quite a lot through the year. A number of the old brethren congregation have passed away through COVID largely. Uh, one of our families also lost a young man to COVID as well. Um, one of the church plants that we've been involved in co-planting had their final service on Easter Sunday as well. So it's been a year that's kind of fraught with different things. We've also experienced some growth through the last year too um, and, uh, uh, and, and, and seen some good things happen as well. Uh, in terms of what we've been doing, all our services and small groups have been on Zoom, services streamed to YouTube and Facebook as well. And in terms of regular attendance, we're now around about 100 adults and 60 kids. Um, I preach from the building that we that we have. That's been open and available for also people to attend in person, to book in because the building's far too small to be able to host the whole church, even without restrictions. So um, we will be continuing to preference Zoom services until we're back into rented space, probably without social distancing as well, because we, even the rented space wouldn't be able to accommodate us uh, uh, with social distancing in place as well. So. Yeah, we, we're continuing with Zoom for the time being largely for lots of things. And as things kind of shift, um, I think we are conscious of um, a number of things. I've tried to write it down. I'll try to be really brief with this stuff, but I think we're just very conscious of four risks, four opportunity, uh, four approaches and three opportunities. So risks that we're thinking through at the moment, we're just well aware that the church that entered all of this isn't the same church that comes out of it. Between deaths, departures, new people joining, and I guess at the end, maybe some people won't stay with us when some churches do reopen and we'll know that there'll be kind of a reshuffle going going on. And therefore, one of the big risks we're facing is relational disconnection. That's that's something we're acutely aware of. Secondly, we just can't expect people to gather on Sundays until we're, we're able to realistically accommodate everyone on Sunday. So we'll be preferencing Zoom until we can say to the whole church, we, we're, we're able to, to, to gather together. So let's get together. Um, also, thirdly, we, we think that if we just try and restart back to full gas as soon as possible, um, we're just aware that might be fraught with risk. So summer may be a bad time to stretch to do all of that because there'll be pent up desire for holidays, people visiting family at weekends. But also we just suspect if we try and switch everything back on all at the same time, we just wonder whether in a year's time, for all our leaders of Sunday set up, kids ministry, small group leaders, everyone's just going to be burned out if we try and go from zero back to full without without any kind of ramping up. And fourth risk, we're just aware emotional risk for the church. There's an emotional range of different experiences going on. Some people will have felt abandoned by friends in church. Some people have absolutely loved church from the sofa. Some people 
just have no bandwidth for integrating new people. Some people are just continually in grief and we're trying to work hard to listen, understand the emotional breadth of the church as people are going through things and helping people to listen to one another as well and facilitate that happening. Um, and we're just aware as leaders, we're trying to learn and listen because we're at the limit of our expertise, as John was just saying in Psalm 131, humility is, is essential for us and all of that. So four approaches. Obviously, uh, first of all, our desire is to meet in person as an absolute essential thing for the vitality of church and to do that as soon as we can. However, our language with the church is all about walking out of lockdown and trying to do that together. Uh, we're as elders, we're aware that we're the keenest to come back and get everything restarted. But as I said, we don't really have the opportunity to do that. So we're needing to exercise patience and go at a speed that we know is sustainable and realistic and managing expectations, including our own as, as we do that. Secondly, the big focus for us is on social connections because the congregation is young. Most people don't have family connections locally. We've got a number of new people. So our big focus is on relational connections. And we try to make the most of, of doing that. We've had murder mysteries on Zoom, Zoom games, someone doing a, an escape room on Gather Town. We've got computer game nights for people to play online with each other, just letting people's creativity to flow to help friendships develop and for people to feel connected. We're trying to help our small group leaders to creatively connect. And we're aware that as restrictions lift in May, you know, we'll have small groups meeting in person in gardens and, and, and in afternoons, uh, afternoon Sundays in the park and that sort of thing. And then fourthly, uh, try and just think creatively so we don't have to have a single response. Maybe in September, half services will be in person, half will be in Zoom, but it just doesn't have to be quite as on and off as, 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 as we think. And in terms of three opportunities, I guess we're just thinking as we go forward, there's an opportunity to reset our church culture on Sundays. So much has changed. And as we can come back, we can evaluate what have we been doing um, and how do we want to reset the culture? Secondly, in terms of visibility, we're not we're never going to go back to stop. You know, we're never going to not stream a service going forward. And therefore, everything we do now, we're just very conscious of how visible we are within our local community and that's wonderful and we're, we're kind of aware that we've got guests watching at home who aren't christians um and the third opportunity is really since all has started a year ago we stopped our church prayer meeting and we switched to a daily prayer gathering for a, for half an hour a day and that has just been an enormous source of blessing and it's provided an absolute lifeline for quite a number of people in the church uh and i just again i can't see us going back from that's been a kind of wonderful thing to see and uh yeah, just, just thinking through what, what opportunities Zoom might give us going forwards. Thanks for listening to the FIC podcast. For more resources for church leaders, subscribe to this podcast on your favourite podcast app and visit our website at fiec.org.uk.